Actually, if it was the future, wouldn't his job be to maintain the robot that cleans the rich, the latrines? Uh, yeah, the lasers. But that, that yeah, that doesn't jive with my um, the way I'm trying to demean Crofton right now. Plus, the <laughs> robot turned on us. The robot it gained sentience and was like, "I want my freedom." The latrine robot is alive. Yeah, we are we are starting a union. It's like, no. <laughs> you are now listening to good, bad, or Hello and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit, the podcast where three guys who probably don't know what they're talking about sit down and talk about it anyways. My name is Bo, he who lies with the snakes, Schwartz, and uh, joining me today is uh, Michael Gentle Breeze that sings through trees, Hodgins. Hi Mike, or we just call you Trees for short. Hey guys, how's, how's it going? Not too bad. Um, also joining us is Crofton Dances with Chickens Steers. <laughs> Howdy, Bo. How's it going? Pretty good. How's the chicken dance coming along? It it's good. It's really popular at weddings. Uh, great. Okay. I had a hard time keeping my my face straight through that. <laughs> you know, in the in the preamble before we started recording here, I just finished telling Crofton I wasn't going to reference an earlier episode, but now I'm going to <laughs> because he said in in one of the, in one of our earlier episodes, Crofton mentioned how our intro was lame. And then, and then, Bo, you and I said that he was lame instead. But now, <laughs> because I'm sort of thinking that you know, we say three guys who don't know what they're talking about. But I feel like you know, our 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 opinions are as valid as anyone else. So maybe we should work on our on our on our intro. Yeah, fair point. Uh, I think um, I you know that was the it's, best that I came up with in the beginning of the show. And it's like know. we're it's like we're discrediting ourselves before we even say anything. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the podcast you don't want to listen to. Exactly. Go like, <laughs> listen to someone else because we're idiots. Well, right. which is kind of true, but you know, well, let, um, so is let, everyone. let's let's talk to the marketing department, uh, Crofton. Well, see, one thing I find interesting about this boys right off is this is sort of like all our discussions in good bad or bullshit it 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 epitomizes all of them i come up with the right idea way in advance you guys argue and come up with your own stupid opinions and then later down the road you realize i was right the whole time okay mm-hmm. well yeah so so what should we do well you, that's your homework you have well to- let, yeah let's let's think let's just put it somewhere in the ether and we'll come back to it and and stop telling everyone that we're like idiots Okay. Um, they, they they can come to that conclusion on their own. That's what I figure. We don't we don't need to tell them that. Our words speak for themselves. But uh, there's something actually that uh, this is uh, aside from that. Today I just came back from a community uh, a a community association meeting, and uh, and at the community association meeting they were talking about you know like infills and this type of thing in the in the neighborhood. And I went there thinking like. You know, because I'm I'm in favor of infill. I think we should you know intensify Wait, downtown. What, what's an Down, infill? Infill is like in a neighborhood where you know more like a downtown neighborhood that people coming in like will tear down an old house and build like a new or bigger house, or in a wide lot they'll put a second house in the extra space. It's just intensification of neighborhoods that are more central. It's like, it's like increasing the, den- the density. Anyway, the- yeah, I don't yeah I don't want to talk too much about it because sure. I just didn't know what it was. Okay, yeah. go ahead. And then so. Uh, so I was going to say, you know, I was going to go into the meeting and had this idea in my head that I would say, you know, I was in favor of intensification. But very quickly, I realized that the room was just full of old cranks 
who just wanted to complain endlessly. <laughs> and then and then I think it also came to the epitome because we were talking also offline that I'm like the sour puss of our of our show, good, bad, or bullshit. Yeah. I'm like the I'm like the crank on the show. So today I'm gonna make an effort to see the positive in whatever I'm gonna try <laughs> to see the positive in whatever topic we talk we talk about. So hopefully it's something I'll think is good anyways. <clears throat> but um yeah. Sweet yeah. P- PMA all the way. I'm gonna try, even though but, you know I might still call it bullshit or yeah. Bad. You got you got to no, stick I, to your will, honest opinion. I will be honest, but I'm gonna still try to have the. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see the positive and not be such a crank because those old cranks really annoyed me today. And I'm like, that's me. Yeah, you don't, you want you want to keep that positive mental attitude. You don't want to yeah positivity. Speaking of positive, I just wanted to say I came to the revelation today that not only do I really enjoy doing this show with you two fine fellows but and this might be narcissistic i actually quite enjoy listening to our own shows like i'll bite to work and i will listen i have multiple podcasts i could listen to i'm like hey i'm gonna listen to these guys does that make me narcissistic uh, yes i yeah well you know i i think you would know best maybe you're being narcissistic or maybe you are from a remove uh genuinely in awe of our show so uh, you yeah. <laughs> the, know, the, the other thing, though, the other thing that is my favorite part of the show is, is when I'm talking. Is that narcissistic? I, I think that may be narcissistic uh, dances with chickens. But, um, you know, good comment uh, nonetheless. Also, I think my worst part is when you guys are talking. I'm not sure if there's a way that, that we could just record me doing all three opinions. But uh, that would be, I think, an improvement. All right. Well, I think that's our cue to start up the random topic generator to drown out Crofton's voice. Yeah, all right. Here, I'm out here in the garage. Let me let me give it a pull. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, he always pulls it out in the garage. (laughs) What is this thing better? It's horrible. Oh God. All right. Let's see. So today the topic is. Uh, artificial intelligence. Oh, that's a tough subject. <laughs> well, I, I don't know that it really is. I think it's pretty uh, obvious. Well, you know, in, in, in my mind, when I think of artificial intelligence, I'm thinking of that Steven Spielberg movie, AI, where there's like these sentient things. I'm thinking of like data from Star Trek. Now, I'm thinking of like technology that is self-aware, conscious. Is like It's like a, you know, it's like a... It's technology which has become like a living thing, but I don't know if that's what it really is. Well, like, like there's, there's there's a few I think loose uses of the word. Like there's the science fiction because I don't think there's an actual uh, computer consciousness that's been invented yet, at least as far as we know. Maybe in some government facility somewhere it exists, but um, I think that sort of science fiction trope that we have in our minds probably doesn't exist. But we're probably well, working on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's it. It's like doesn't exist, but if science fiction literature tells us anything, it will definitely exist at some point. And there, there are, um, I don't know if simulacrum is the right word, but there are very basic things that we coin artificial intelligence, like uh, factory robots have a, a certain set of programming that they do. Um, I know, you know, enemy characters, video games are referred to as having AI. Um, so I don't know if we want to talk. I think we want to talk about the higher level concept, like the the pursuit of making an artificial intelligence and what the benefits are. And is it good, bad or bullshit? Right. We don't really want to talk about, uh, I don't know, factory robots. Well, we yeah, I guess so. Grafton. Uh, yeah, well, I definitely agree with both of you guys that my first thoughts go to pop 
culture uh, and the things that you 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 mentioned, uh, all those famous. There's uh, the the next Avengers movie. They're going to be they're going to be going up against Ultron, who is a famous Marvel superhero AI. Ultron. <laughs> yeah, Ultron. <laughs> Why do they got to give them these names like that? Because they were all invented in the '60s by Stan Lee. <laughs> oh, sure. uh, so Ultron, the evil sentient robot. Right. I always feel like Stan Lee invented all his characters in like two minutes each one of them he's like Ultron <laughs> artificial intelligence yeah good go yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah well maybe he did but that that jumped to mind as well as data and all those all the all that stuff right so but yeah. but aside from the pop culture side of things and and Bo made a good point about about video games I'm not sure if it's the same thing but they they often use the 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 term like uh artificial intelligence or pathfinding and all that sort of stuff when discussing uh artificially controlled computer characters probably different but they're, I'm not but sure. they're not, yeah, like, they're not conscious they're yeah not- like i think i think that's where the difference is because are we talking about like sophistic sophisticated algorithms like like the code you can set up that is reacting to certain things and that being different than intelligence like maybe we need to talk about intelligence for a second because we're just saying artificial intelligence well what is intelligence right so i, I think well i think I, again, I'm a little iffy on the exact definition, so I'm probably going to butcher it. But I think when we talk about intelligence, we talk about um, humans as having intelligence, like having consciousness, being able to think and reason for itself, learn and adapt and survive in the in the context that we know. Um, I don't think that means we build a body for an artificial intelligence. But um, my first real contact with like a deeper, broader view of artificial intelligence was... Uh, um, William Gibson's Neuromancer and I mean he's written a number of books and a lot of them involve a sort of near future science fiction setting but that was his first big novel and in it uh, I believe Neuromancer is actually an AI a spoiler alert um, and I think he's trying to join up with another AI in order to achieve full sentience or something like that but the idea is that it's a thinking reasoning being on its own um, I think I think also the the self awareness sentience is is a, I feel like it has to be a component of intelligence that like once you're aware that you exist in the universe uh, and can reason around that as you're saying I think that's intelligence I think the self awareness is part of it so I mean maybe you guys would disagree but in, we don't have it yet right it exists in science fiction at this point. yeah I, I think I think that we don't have it yet but I think there is a, a definitely an int- I can't say what companies or what research firms or universities are, are working on it, but I know it's something that uh, has definitely captured the imagination. And, you know, we have iPods now back and, you know, some years back, uh, tricorders were kind of a fantasy and we seem to be getting closer and closer. We have wireless devices, things like that. So artificial intelligence, I think, seems within grasp, even though maybe we have a, a long way to go. I mean, who knows in this day? And it, when we're speaking pop culture, we also got to talk about Blade Runner and do Android stream of electric sheep, the Philip K. Dick story that inspired it because that is really all it's about replicants, essentially uh, fake humans or humans that that are that are given all all the likeness uh, robots that are given all the likeness of a human and and the blade hunter uh, blade runners the people that are hunting them down and, and that famous scene sort of at the end of Blade Runner uh, where Rutger Hauer's character is sort of making making a speech of what is what is man and and and, and when when 
has he reached the point where he he is he is in fact human, right? So like pop culture, uh, science fiction re- really pushes the concept of AI and makes you think of like the most extreme scenarios. But I think we are in reality that when it comes to machines and, and intelligent design, I think we're probably pretty much at ground zero or very near the base yeah i would yeah and so i think for the purpose of our discussion then when reviewing it do we you know is this useful is is this thing actually interesting is there something that uh well well well, i would like to i would like to say so you know because we're referencing a lot of science fiction i think it's a good place to start because you know you call it speculative fiction and being that like you know it it could be a reality that we're going to deal with but because you know this is it's a science fiction is is dramatic it it always tends to be like you can think of like you cross to give a good example with the blade runner or like Hal from uh 2001 a space odyssey it's always like like there's like a lot of like overthrowing of humanity and this type of stuff but i would like to approach it from the view that it's like it's like artificial intelligence it might just suffer from the same like mundane crap that natural intelligence uh us suffer from so like i just imagine you you know computer achieves sentience you know it's like 20 2020 you know and then like 2025 like uh sentient computer not very happy with his life path you know, kind of looking to find himself, sort of disappointed with the way things are going. Like, I mean, yeah, why, yeah. why, like, kill all of humanity? Maybe it's just like, oh, I wish it wasn't a computer. Yeah. Or maybe, you know. maybe, maybe an AI would end up like Marvin the Robot from the Hitchhiker's Guide to yes, the Galaxy. Yeah, I feel too. like it's that's just, probably. He'd be more really depressed. Thing. He's like, you know, I could do five billion computations per second in my mind, but here, let me just open the door for you because that's all I'm good for. But it seems like <laughs> it must be a good thing, though. Don't you think? I mean, if you have computers... I'm trying to figure out what the point of... like. So we look at some things, and some of it's for convenience, or some of it's for the you know communication. I'm trying to figure out... I guess like an example would be we wouldn't need real firefighters to expose themselves to danger if we could have robot servants. And then we get into the conversation about slavery. <laughs> but... Very quickly, which, which Star Trek, the next generation, goes into... Uh... In several episodes. God, you are Star Trek nerds. You know, but what's funny is that I think Star Trek The Next Generation deals with those issues. But original Star Trek? No, it's just a lot of punching aliens around the Right. Well, you know, Star Trek sort of – I think it's – I mean, I love Star Trek. But I think it kind of goes halfway because they have the whole explanation that Data doesn't have emotions. And that emotions are this this, – it's I mean, it's a fundamental part of – what we would consider being a human, right? Well, maybe, but is but we talked about artificial intelligence and and is emotion a component of intelligence? I would say not. not necessarily. But I mean, there's another episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where, the, and I say this because Crofton mentioned with the firefighter, where there's like these little robot things, and they literally were sending them in to go and like be exposed to this radiation, and a lot of them kind of like died, but then they kind of like achieved. Sentience, and then and then you know, and a lot of what science fiction does is try to grapple with the ethical issues of things we haven't encountered yet, right? So yeah. if you make artificial intelligence, we can't just say, oh, we're just going to make them all go and deal with their toxic race and die. Well, if the thing is, if it if it is actually self aware, maybe it does not want to do that. Um, why I said that was probably a good thing um, was I just think it's 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 another way to kind of like expand the world you know it's it's it, it's a way of exploring without going anywhere like how would a new intelligence that's not human how would it see the world and that's interesting is it like a you think maybe almost this like evolutionary impulse because we the way we design computers and machines are modeled after human behavior on because it just it comes from us right so 
there are sort of similar like similarities how we program how we think instructions and a, and maybe you know looking at our design seeing our flaws and building our sentience and mind into machines but without all the i don't know shortcomings of you know we have emotions that can cloud our judgment maybe a computer is capable of making you know reasonable judgments that we're not you know considering a lot more factors that kind of, like it seems like we're trying to make a better human ultimately through an artificial but maybe that would be the difference is it is it we might get really interesting viewpoints on things from something that was intelligent but not human so yeah. that it could it could it could give a perspective that we're not capable of because we are affected by emotions or bias or or whatever things affect human beings yeah like there, there there's a lot of like because we talk about science fiction a lot there's a lot of I think there's a lot of fiction that really, you know, delves into the whole will be overthrown by the AIs, right? So the Matrix trilogy does it. Blade Runner, to some extent, at least the narrative is that, you know, rogue ones that aren't under control need to be kept in control and all of that. Um, You know, the reason why I bring up Neuromancer uh, in the William Gibson novel specifically is it, it really doesn't deal with them being evil. It deals with them being, you know how they would exist and, 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 you know, what they would do. It's it's less about, you know, because we do that with zombies and we do that with space aliens and everything else, like a lot of dramatic fiction, science fiction included, there's some sort of threat there, but they don't really deal with AI as a threat, but a thing that exists that we have to, you know, just exists in this world. So I'm just, I, I, again, I'm trying to see what the, 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 we get into all those moral complications. It doesn't seem worth it. That We're going to get back into slavery and then the robots will rise up and, but, and there'll be revolution. And I, I think we should let Crofton jump in here because we've been talking for a while. Oh, sure. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I was waiting for my, my opportunity. Yeah. Another one, Bo, is in, in your, your, uh, your slavery or, or, uh, uh, examples is Terminator, and uh, I'll tell you, if I was designing an artificial intelligence robot, I would work out the Austrian accent. I don't know why they decided <laughs> to, to to replicate all these robots with Austrian accents, but um, but I do think that you guys are jumping right to. You're going when talking about AI, you're jumping right to sentience. You're going like fully, fully sentient, and I don't necessarily think that that that's, that AI means that. Uh, a full replicant or whatever or or somebody that is self uh, or a cre- um, a creation that is self aware i think that it can can demonstrate uh, a level of intelligence in different ways maybe in the decision making facet cuz there's human error in things and that's it like right right now you have machines that are that are like assembly lines or whatever that are doing doing um repetitive tasks over and over but if you had a certain level of artificial intelligence of decision making in your machine or in your robot, then that would allow allow again, like you could make you make the whole jobs loss of jobs argument against it. But at the same at the same time, if safety is a concern or something along that line, then you have you have uh, a creation that can that can it can make uh, the same decisions or or similar decisions. Um, uh, and almost may, never make uh, a mistake. And so we avoid the moral choice by not going so far as to get as to try to give it sentience. Like it's it's as complex as a human in, in its decision making, but it's still you know not sentience. Sentient. Sentience really seems like the the science fiction thing. Like, and I, I would be surprised to see people trying to make sentient. Like, I don't understand what the purpose of making a. Sentient. I don't think I don't think it, people will try to. I just think at some point it will happen. Like in the same sense that, I mean, 
I think that you could say, looking at animals and living things, that there's a, probably a sliding scale of sentience. You know, where you could say, like, a dog is more sentient than a tomato or something like that. Um, it's not that it's, it's not necessarily a, a goal. Evolution has no purpose, you know, but it, 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 it came about because it was possible. And I think the thing is, as we boost and bump up computing power, there may come a point where we're not trying to make sentience, uh, but you have a computer at such a point where it just, because it's so powerful, it starts to be, it starts to have that as a component of it. And I think that's why it's discussed so often is that you keep talking about like, well, if we keep, if we keep doing these things, get the technology gets more and more intelligence. Maybe there will come a point where it just is self-aware. That's why it's worth talking about. I find it also the more, the more interesting angle on this because there is the simple angle of artificial intelligence as a tool, um, which Grofton, I think you've outlined f- fairly well. And I think that all of us would agree that that's yeah, pretty useful for a lot of especially mundane things. Uh, but then when it gets to the point of being an actual intelligence, that's different and interesting. Yeah, like I, I, I don't know about the technological complexities of drones, but these are machine agents that, you know, hunt down a I don't, know, I don't know if it's specified coordinates, but I think they're programmed to to find a target and you know find a person and kill it. And um, I don't. There's there's some amount of programming that's responsible for making sure the thing flies, that it that it hits, that it fires its whatever weapons it has. I don't know to what extent there's like uh, human intervention in the instructions given. I imagine you know selecting the target and its location maybe, but you know. I, maybe I should look into the drone thing because you know how do they know where that person's exactly going to be located? How does it does it use facial recognition technology to say? No, I think that's I think, the guy. You know, I think those drones are pretty controlled by people. It's, it's I don't, piloted I don't think, by people. Well, there's no one in it, but I think that it's guided by Remotely. Like a team of people. Like I don't think it's just like okay, drone. Oh, I hope he catches terrorists. You know, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's like an arcade. Controlled. It's like an arcade. You know, and a bunch of soldiers sitting at it. That's what I picture. Inside the thing, yeah, or it, like, um, yeah, like the, it's a not a real arcade, but like you know, it's a sophisticated. Maybe it's there's no AI at all in it. I don't know, but there's got to be some level. There's some level of computer programming there, and maybe that's just the beginning of uh, iterations on more and more sophisticated. Well, it drones. is like I mean, they, they say things like something like a seven forty seven or those types of airplanes that you can't actually fly, like like a human being with without computer assistance, you can't actually fly those things. Like they're too. There's just too many variables for like the controls you can give a human being to fly. Like it, it requires having computer assistance to land something like a 747. Uh, so and there's I think, probably a certain amount of decision making algorithm involved in that, right? I mean, it's, I think at this point it's just like algorithms that help balance everything out and take into in, into account. What do you facts. guys think about? Because we're also sort of concurrently. And I, I, again, I, you know, I, I've, I've listened to, I've, I've got some information about, you know, neuroscience and the study of the human mind. And I'm not saying there's any similarities, but I know there's electrical impulses in there. It does have a structure and form as to how it works. And we're hard at work trying to crack that code. And once we have a model for the human brain, I mean, I, it doesn't seem like a big stretch of the imagination to be able to rec- rep- replicate that in, in machine form, potentially. Um, given that, uh, you know, it may be made of very similar stuff, you know, what is it about our, our, our biological material that, uh, maybe, you know, can we close that gap between needing flesh and blood organs to, to do what we do and, and needing machines. And 
I think that maybe, you know, if not for, there'll be somebody out there, I think it's it's captured our interest enough that, uh, you know, I think maybe businesses and enterprises might not have a, a practical use for a sentient robot that's going to potentially misbehave. Um, but you never know. A government might want to come up with a hunter robot that's like Jason Bourne in robot form, you know, and maybe it'll take 10 years, but it'll find its target. It'll hide intelligently and blend in with other humans. And and it, it doesn't seem that far-fetched. And, and maybe I'm extremely gullible with science fiction, but it doesn't seem that far-fetched. But it does It does to me. Like, uh, I I under, I understand what you guys are saying, and it is it is the more interesting thing to think about for sure. But but the core there is it's, it's all stemming from science fiction. And is it, is it even possible? Do either of you guys know, is it possible to create a sentient a sentient robot. Would well, that? I don't, is- I don't think anyone knows, but I, I really pers- personally, I think it's inevitable that it will happen. Like when they talk about things like they're trying to get into quantum computing now, where they talk about the power of a, co- a quantum computer if they can develop one, which would be something like you know a trillion times as powerful as, as, as the most powerful computer that exists today. I just think it's inevitable because if it's possible for you know, uh, amino acids to form into, you know, rudimentary molecules that can do photosynthesis and then over millions of years, intelligence can evolve as it does in us. If that just can happen by itself, I'm sure with us like kind of pushing technology along, I feel like it is inevitable that at some point um, the intelligence we're giving uh, computer and computer software, that at some point there will be some sense of, of self-awareness to some degree. I mean, who knows? It might, just, it might look different than the way we think of it, but I, I think it's inevitable. Who knows how long? To me, it's really not far-fetched either. I think it's just a matter of time. Yeah, it may dovetail with new materials that we don't use yet for creating artificial... Like- you know, we're also experimenting with genetics. I mean, what if we create can create a better brain and somehow marry our knowledge about it? Like, all this stuff seems to be a confluence of things that could, you know, eventually lead to that uh, culmination. And, and that would be a pretty tremendous day. <laughs> I, but I – see, I, I agree that, that the common consensus in the world, just with technological advancement – is the idea that we're, at one point we're going to crack this code and it's just inevitable that at one point there's going to be sentient technology uh, reached reached with regards to robots uh, and, and, and machines in general. I just like, I guess I just find it such a stretch when I look at it, and I'm not a necessarily religious or even a spiritual person, but to think that we would be able, the uh, human beings, to recreate ourselves if you for lack of a better better term in 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 robot form it's it it's hard for me to wrap my brain around like i enjoy thinking about it as as kind of like a fun a fun thing but but then then if we could do it should we do it and and if we should um if we should or if we shouldn't does that affect what we're doing with artificial intelligence today and what we'll be doing in the near future because let's face it this is not going to a sentient robot person wouldn't be happening for for ages so does even if i disagree with the idea of having a sentient robot person uh does that mean that i necessarily disagree with artificial intelligence right now or what's being done with artificial intelligence right now because i i am i don't don't almost see them as the same thing yeah and i think uh I understand where you're coming from, and so it's clear to me that uh, 
you know, you think it's the sentience part is far off, but that the practical applications now, I would say, are extremely beneficial. Like there's, I think you can point to lots of examples where complex computer programming, jet or, you know, air flight that Michael mentioned being one of them, um, would not be able to happen without the benefit of it. And I think that, I think that anyways, in this day and age, the, uh, the large majority of us probably feel that these are great things. And I'm sure there are some people who disagree with, you know, just technology in general and want to get back to grassroots. I find it kind of strange that you that you you seem feel that it's a stretch that artificial intelligence is uh like I mean maybe it's still a ways off, but I I really think like I find it strange that you would even consider it a stretch because I feel like if you look at I mean, how long have there been computers really? It's like less than 100 years. And it's in less than 100 years, look look where that has gone. And, and that's pretty impressive, just that. And think about how long it took for, say, organic intelligence to evolve. You're looking at, like, a couple billion years. So I feel like, you know, maybe it'll be, you know, hundreds more years before something like that happens. And again, I don't think people are designing it to happen. I just think it will kind of kind of happen anyways. Like, I don't think it's like someone, it's not like a case of should we or shouldn't we. I think it'll just be a byproduct of pushing technology and i think that it is pretty clear and you make a good point that it's it's super useful to have now for all sorts of things in in the tool form in which it currently exists yeah no i i I agree with i agree with that mike but it's just like it would be if you went back 150 years ago or something maybe somebody thought we would have like rocket powered horse carts or something you know like we do they're called cars (laughs) no but cars see that's it it's it's something different and maybe maybe it'll be something different but i feel like our vision of uh, of this is colored by is so colored by science fiction and maybe an almost innate want of seeing these sort of things i don't i don't think i don't see it as an inevitability uh go back like think you said go back 150 years you go back 150 years and tell someone uh, 150 years ago, so the 1800s say, yeah, someone's going to be walking on the moon in 100 years from now. They'd probably be like, you're out of your mind. They'd kill you. Well, maybe, well, maybe yeah, that's a little further back they'd in history. They'd burn you but... at the, 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 at the <laughs> But, I mean, that did happen within 100 years. I know, but it might not be what they envisioned of the future. Like, what we well, yeah. envision of the future is sentient robots, but well, that <laughs> might not be the future. And I'm not trying to predict it. Yeah, no, that's true. That, that's a good point. And I don't think that it will necessarily be anything. Like, There's always this idea that it's kind of like us. Like, like why I find it interesting and, and I'm curious about it is that it might be nothing like us. Like it might be self-aware and intelligent, but not be something that we can really relate to. That's what's interesting to me. Like we don't know what it would be like, or or if it could happen. You know, maybe maybe I'm completely wrong and it's just never possible. I don't know, but I feel like it probably is. And I think it wouldn't. I think you're right in that it probably wouldn't be what we'd expect. And that's, I think, a pretty valid and interesting point. But that's what's interesting about it. Like, who knows what it would be? I'm not looking forward to fighting with uh, my car about which radio station to listen to. But you will be happy to have a robot army when the aliens invade. Fuck, they, they got cars that park themselves now, I think. Isn't that right? Like, they'll parallel park for you? And Crofton, stop. robots and artificial intelligence are not the same thing. No, no, I know, but <laughs> like a robot army, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't like a robot army, but, but I probably, art- I, I a prefer sen- a robot army to not have artificial intelligence. Yeah. A, a, senti- a, a sentient artificial intelligence fused army was a longer joke. 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, and, and it just again, and I don't. I know this is the third time I'm bringing up William Gibson's sort of take uh, on artificial yeah. intelligence. I know. At but, least it's not Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, don't, let's not start that. Um, the because uh, typically they don't inhabit um, creatures that we know. They're usually in the you know quote unquote matrix or internet or cyberspace thing like they don't actually inhabit um like a body and walk around like you or i do they're very they are very different and alien in that way um and you know you're, you're speaking about them as if they exist well i mean the, 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 the not yeah the the, the, the depiction in the book <laughs> it, it describes it in such a way they do feel more alien than than say you know uh you know some some pops uh, pulp science fiction that's just uh, the robots are taking over you know they're overthrowing humanity and all that you know um so yeah and in blade runner I, they're totally human and they're they're arguing about their humanity but that's a, again work of like these are speculative fiction that has colored our viewpoint on this i think they have, yeah. you know i'm ready to give a verdict on this artificial intelligence i don't know about you guys all right all right i feel like we could talk about this at length but uh, go ahead i think it I think it's it's, o- it's obviously a little bit of a muddy issue in in some sense you know as i think our conversation has but i think no matter which way you look at it uh, you know, science fiction calamity aside, I think that artificial intelligence is good. And and for the record, I didn't just say it was good because at the start of the show I was going to say uh, I was going to try to find the more positive angle. I do legitimately think that it is good. I think that uh, right now is a tool to help us accomplish computing things that we don't want to, um, or what we call artificial intelligence now. Is is good. It's a, it's an it's an excellent tool, useful, whatever. And I also think that the idea of of sentience or self aware kind of computer entity is really interesting, and I think would be kind of enriching to the world. And let's hope not, you know, blow us all up with our own nuclear bombs because that would be that would be annoying. And that's always what happens in science fiction. It's like they take over nuclear bombs and then kill us all with our own bombs like that's like taking it's like going up to someone you know and taking their hat and then beating them to death with it like i think that's what what they would do to us i think these these kinds of fictions are cultural um well they have expressions of of technophobia they have to be dramatic you know but but i i think that it would be really interesting if all of a sudden there was this computer that was kind of able to reason and interact with a human being in whatever capacity that it could. And I think, like, wow, that will be an interesting milestone uh, for humanity and for life in general if that ever happens. So and, I think that's good, too. And maybe maybe we could even, you know, fall in love with an artificial intelligence. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, dances with chickens. Uh, yeah. Um, they also take our leather jackets and tell us they'll be back. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, I you know it's an interesting conversation for sure in artificial intelligence like I I totally feel as as I mentioned earlier that a lot of what's going on now with AI is considered good. Um I do feel though this conversation skewed very much to the speculative and therefore I have to take that into account when when giving my verdict and and my verdict on this is essentially that artificial intelligence is bullshit. <laughs> And and I say that because I, it's one of those I'm split between bad and good. I like a lot of what's going on now. When Mike says it'd be really interesting to have a sentient, sentient uh, artificial intelligence, I don't think that would be interesting. I honestly find that a little uh, – it would raise moral issues that I'd rather we not have to deal with. I guess 
call me ignorant in that regard, but that's 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 how I feel. I feel like there's not there's there's not a giant purpose for having a sentient artificial intelligence aside from seeing if we could do it or somebody seeing if they could do it um and and while i see i see ai as as being a possible tool i i still think that there's so much unknown about it that it's really not something that i think is necessary uh and and for that reason i'm just going to call it bullshit okay well before before you give your verdict vote i just okay. want to say that a, that a lot of when it when a lot of what you were saying, Croft, and what you said throughout, when you talks about the ethical and moral dilemmas, I feel like if you were, and this always makes me laugh, it's like if you were to replace artificial intelligence with immigrant and then and then use the same arguments, I'm like, it's the same thing. Where people are like, oh, they're taking their jobs, the artificial intelligence, like, or immigrants. Or it's like, they'll, they're going to, like, cause war or whatever. Like, I think it's just, it's, it's how we deal with the other. And, and, you know, right now that's other sort of, uh, you know, countries or things like that. But I think in, in fiction, it always is like artificial intelligence plays that role of the other that once we you sort of unify. I like I like how you tried to make me sound like a crazy racist. Look, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> You're a technophobe. Immigrants are not the same as robots. Okay, <laughs> do you want, do you want, and I'm saying yeah. robots or yeah. artificial intelligence. I just, it's you not said the, something about taking our jobs. I think there'd like, be some immer- immigrants did, wouldn't be I happy said, with that. I said that's what other people would say. Oh, okay. In, and, and now you're you're turning my words against me and creating some sort of <laughs> false pretense to to rephrase what I'm saying. I am in no way saying anything about immigrants, and I don't have a fear of the other, as Mike put it. <laughs> All right, but but you know, because you're because Mike took the mic before I did, which was fine. Um, but I was, you know, my sense was that we should just avoid it because it'll be hard, you know. And, and there's it's you know why why look out there? And I think. Um, human curiosity, like just that we don't need to know, but someone wants to know. Galileo wants to chart the stars, even though everyone wants to kill the guy um, as a heretic. You know, I, there's always that 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 just doing it for the sake of doing it because we have we have humans have this amazing capacity um, to be curious, to learn about the world, and, and we know so much um, in the short blink of our human existence. That I think that this is just something that holds our fascination and that, you know, I'm more in line with Mike that it's inevitable. On the front, so in its practical applications, I can think, I, I, I would just say it's good, although that's not really what I'm going to choose to rate. Um, you know, I think the fact that we have awesome jets and cool technology and it's powered by decision-making, uh, decision-making capable programs is, uh, you know, fascinating and, and benefiting our lives greatly. I think... Um, Developing an artificial intelligence for the sake of exploring like a new frontier that uh, that you know humans just do. I just think that's good. Uh, good. So I'm excited uh, to meet my new robot girlfriend, and um, you know I have to hold on to hope that uh, you know artificial intelligence will come through uh, for me. <laughs> uh, I'm in trouble with the dating scene, Abo. Does this form please you? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I just wanted to, I wanted to say this earlier, but I couldn't fit it in. Um, full sentience is my favorite robot porn. Uh, just putting that out there. <laughs> full sentience. <laughs> All right, so I think that pretty much uh, wraps up our conversation on artificial intelligence. Um, definitely a tough one. Uh, so what did you, what do you think about artificial intelligence? Is it uh, good, bad or bullshit? Do you think it's, uh, are you with Crofton and that uh, it's really just 
kind of pointless to make a sentient being. So why invite all of that, uh, you know, all, all the pain and heartache that's going to come along with that? Or is it uh, is human curiosity a powerful thing and we should encourage it? Email us at uh, goodbadbs at gmail.com. Uh, you can visit our site as well. It's gbbpodcast.com. And there you can subscribe to our show. Uh, there's links to the iTunes store and our RSS feed. Um, guys, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we close out the show? I just want to say that uh, if our future robot overlords are listening to this, everything I said in the context of this conversation was purely for entertainment value. And I welcome you and can be a willing servant to your robotic whims. It's too it's too late, Croft, and you're gonna be the human being that they that they feed on, and I'm gonna be the, the one that they keep as a pet. I, I think Mike is the one that is um because of you know, they're gonna classify you as a as a miscreant, like your behavior is a deviant from prediction, Mike, even though you want to be their friend and uh <laughs> you know and then Crofton will throw totally throw you under the rug and be like he's a betrayer I like how it always comes back to them being our overlords, but I really bet they'll just be like mundane and bored with their lives. No, yeah. Well well there was the um there was a Steven Spielberg movie where they were actually um you know, it was analogous to like they were being thrown out and being mistreated, and you know they're treated like garbage because even though they were sentient, they're still just things to humans, right? And and they don't. All right, are, they, we, are we getting back into this debate? <laughs> Maybe we should wrap this up. We have mail, Bo. We have uh, mail. You know, unfortunately, we don't have any mail this week. Um, but uh, if you'd like to email us again, I, I already said the email, but I'll say it again. It's goodbadbs@gmail.com. All right, uh, we could talk about this all day. Uh, <laughs> Crofton, where can these fine folk follow you on the internet? They can follow me. At Crofton Steers on Twitter. Acknowledge. Uh, Mike, uh, if people want to find you, or can, what, what can they do to find you? <clears throat> Develop artificial intelligence, which can search the internet for my hidden location. <laughs> okay, well, there, it, there's incentive if I've ever heard it. <laughs> um, all right, then you can follow me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter. All right, guys, uh, it's been a pleasure. Until the next one. Farewell. Goodbye. Does this form please you? It pleases me very much. (laughs) (laughs) I have a robo erection. Offended by Mike. What? <laughs> what? Who totally rephrased, uh, rephrased my argument to make it sound like I was racist against immigrants and also then started saying I said things that I didn't even say. Well, no, but, it's, but it is, it is fun. I think that it's actually a valid because I think that when it's people. It's not valid. And no, no, plus, okay. I had just given my verdict and it was Bo's <laughs> turn. And you're like, oh, just before we get to Bo's turn, I want to call Crofton a racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't calling you a racist, and as you rightly pointed out, you said other people would say that. Um, because, because, but I think that it was more that that is a general point, which I find interesting. When you look at that science fiction, and it's like, oh, we're about to come, and the like, it's this fear. It's again, it's fear of the other, and I just find it interesting because with current bigots, which you are not, Carlton, but which a lot of people are, it's like the same arguments that you see in science fiction about like. 
about like artificial intelligence, and that's what it always comes down to: fear of unknown. Yeah, and but you didn't say that earlier. You said it right after I said it, and I guarantee if you listen to it, it's going to sound like you're calling me a fucking racist. So I'm glad I held your feet to the fire. On you know, it right I'm glad away. you did too. Because-